0: I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers, and you know what makes me mad? When insurance companies deny your claim for no good reason. That's why people call me. I'm the lawyer insurance companies don't want to deal with. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Get today. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Loom, speaking to you after the Toronto Raptors lost by a score of 125 to 107 to the San Antonio Spurs. Um... Look, just a I'm just a disclaimer for the rest of the podcast like, you know, what I say here doesn't necessarily reflect what my grand views are on the Raptors as a whole and their outlook for the season and they probably are not very sensible considering, you know, this the heat of the moment whatever, but um God damn, this team is embarrassing, man. It's just, it's so embarrassing. Like, at all times, any time there's a hint, a hint of pressure, the Raptors go and do this. And what I mean by this is, uh, in a much anticipated game, you knew the Spurs were going to be up for it. You knew DeMar DeRozan was looking for revenge. You knew his teammates were going to back him up because DeMar is a great teammate and everyone loves that guy. Um, you know? You know that the Spurs have been hot of late, too. They won 10 of 13. I guess now 11 of 14. Um, You knew the Spurs are going to come out. And you knew Kawhi wanted this one, right? Because he already said it's going to be a fun game. You know, he's talked about everything uh, leading up to the game. And so you knew the Raptors had to get up for this one and back up Kawhi because it's going to be a very hostile crowd. And it was. They were chanting things like overrated and traitor and – booing him every time he touched the ball, even though the Spurs showed a tribute video thanking him for his contributions to the 2014 championship. Obviously, he won finals MVP, so, you know, you want to thank a guy like that, and the Spurs did that. I thought that was a very, very uh, classy move by the Spurs to take the high road. Obviously, you know, they weren't thrilled with the way Kawhi and things ended, but, you know, hey, there was a moment of um, making up, and that's always nice to see, and, actually Kawhi and greg popovich had a uh shared a hug and Kawhi went over to talk to a lot of the former members of the spurs uh coaching staff and players and things like that so it was a great moment in terms of that but it, this was just one of the most embarrassing like honestly and I, I, i'm not exaggerating like maybe this is just me personally so just you know if you don't want to listen to this like it's basically gonna be moping for like 15 20 minutes but uh Personally speaking, this is one of the most embarrassing games I've ever seen from the Raptors. Like, flat-out embarrassing. And what I mean by that is they couldn't even run simple, basic plays to start the game. They couldn't do shit. And it was like, wide-open shots, they would brick it. And then just on random plays, they would push the ball too fast, they would turn the ball over, the Spurs would immediately go the other way. At one point, there was a three-on-nothing fast break. Um, you know, I thought it was actually gonna be okay because Kawhi came out first play of the game. He gets booed. He takes on uh, Bryn Forbes or you know Derek White or one of those guys. I forget who was guarding him. I think it was White. White's bigger. Um, and and you know, Kawhi took him right to the basket. Got for got for an and one, missed a free throw, but great way to respond. I thought, okay, he's gonna lead by example, and he did. Kawhi, anytime he touched the ball, anytime he's involved in any play, defensively, offensively, he was great. Everyone else was trash. Like, so, so, so bad um, that it was comical. It, it was actually comical how bad Fred VanVleet was leading this team. Like, he just he settled himself down. He hit a couple of shots later on. But, man, the way – two assists. Two. You're the point guard. Two assists. The way he was running this team was just – it was not acceptable. The way Serge was playing was not acceptable. He was posting up. Why were you post up? What are you doing? Like Why? Are... Basically, this whole game came down to Pascal and Kawhi, right? Those two guys, you know, they just both came off career highs against the Jazz. 45 for Kawhi, 28 for Pascal. This guy's got to combine 21 shots tonight. What the hell are you doing? Now, look, you got to give the Spurs credit. Obviously, they were smart. They've seen the tapes. They know everyone else on this team is, uh, you know, not up to par, especially the Raptors' three-point shooting. The Raptors shot six of 30 from three, which actually flatters them because a couple of those threes were in garbage time. DeLon hit one. CJ hit one. Chris Boucher came in and hit one. Um, So it kind of flatters them because they were sitting on three triples for most of the game. Uh, And so the Spurs were smart. Very smart organization. They sent double teams to Kawhi Leonard at every possible opportunity. And Kawhi did his part. He passed. He had five assists. Um, but it didn't really matter because no one else could hit shots. It, it was, I mean, it was just comical. And and, and these, these, these things sound like the routine, but it's not. If you watch this first quarter, the Raptors completely buckled under the pressure. Just buckled. They couldn't run basic basic plays, Nick Nurse had to call timeout twice in the first quarter, in the first like 8 minutes alone, just because the Spurs were literally, they weren't even running plays so much as they were just letting the Raptors make mistakes, and then running the other way, that was the offense for them, they didn't need to run anything fancy I mean, DeMar was great, DeMar was great in the first quarter, he had like 8 6 and 5, 4 or something like that but like, it didn't, he didn't need to be great, like you could have put any of those guys up, the Raptors were just shook flat out shook, and look seen a lot of Raptors games, especially of late, in the last couple of years. I think I've seen every single one of them uh, and covered it to some depth. And, um, it has got to be something in the water or something, man. Like, this team just gets so shook. And, this, and there's no other way to explain it, really. That first quarter, they were shook. They came back a little bit in the second quarter. They played a little bit better, composed themselves. I thought Norm actually gave the Raptors a bit of a spark. He's been playing great of late. Um... And I'm really encouraged by that. Norm came in. Uh, Monroe actually gave them a post-up presence, which, again, normally not a good play. But on a night when you can't run anything, you might as well dump it into the post and try to calm the team down. That's what Nick Nurse did. Did it calm the team down? No. But at least they were able to run a successful play then that way. Um, but I thought those two guys did okay. Monroe, obviously, defensively suspect, so they went at him all the time. But, uh, you know, they kind of gained control of the game a little bit. And then the Raptor starter came in. They got a couple of... Um, good defensive sequences, I would say, and scored it the other way. And, you know, they made it somewhat close. Like, it was like 17 or something like that, a half. 15. No, yeah, 16 a half. Um, and then so you figure, okay, look, let's see the Raptors respond coming out in the first couple of minutes in the third quarter. You know, will the Raptors keep their momentum or will they completely flop? They Oh, they completely flopped! That's right, the Spurs. 12-0 run to start the third quarter. Um... Serge was just so bad defensively, man. Like, just so, so comically bad defensively. LaMarcus, who always bullies Serge. I remember Serge got ejected last year for uh, trying to start some shit with the LaMarcus. But um LaMarcus, 23 points, 10 of 14 shooting. Got to whatever spot he wanted on the floor because Serge couldn't hold his ground. Got a weak lower body in terms of holding his ground. Um... And, you know, when it wasn't getting abused on post-ups, it was DeMar DeRozan running pick-and-roll, pick-and-pop to LaMarcus Aldridge, and, you know. DeMar had one play where he dribbled through. Uh, he was pushing the ball up the court after getting the rebound. Um, I think Kawhi—no, no, sorry. It was uh Delon was on him. Tried to go in for the steal. He spun. Then Van Vliet tried to go for the steal on that same position as he was spinning. DeMar keeps his dribble alive. Then goes into the paint— Eludes Serge Ibaka and then finishes through contact from Pascal Siakam for the and one. It, it was that kind of night. And also, Demar, this is probably one of the most well-rounded games I've ever seen him play. Two possessions where he pulled the chair on Serge Ibaka posting up, which I don't. Why would Serge Ibaka be posting up in a game like this? Why? Just stand there and pick and pop. That's it. Nothing else. I don't want to see any other thing from Serge Ibaka on a night when the Raptors' offense isn't working. I don't want to see post-ups of even DeMar DeRozan because that's how limited Serge Ibaka's post-up game is. Right? Two times in a row, DeMar DeRozan pulling the chair on him. Got revenge for making him eat worms. Um, but DeMar, very well-rounded game. He clearly came out. He wanted to take this game. He did. He got his first career triple-double. 21 points, 14 rebounds, 11 assists, 2 steals. DeMar looked great, start to finish, looked great, Um, he must feel very vindicated after all this, Um, the Raptors man, just flat out embarrassing, like embarrassing, like, and the the strange thing to me was like, look, I know the Spurs were double teaming Kawhi, but like literally nothing else was working, and so why would you not give the ball more to Kawhi, Kawhi had 13 shots, you know who had 11 shots, Serge, you know what? I also had 11 shots. Van Vliet. Why? Why are you shooting? Remember how great Van Vliet played against the Jazz when he had like four or five shot attempts? It was great. Kawhi and Pascal had career nights. I, there was just so many possessions where I was just like, why are you not going to. Why? And like, I'm not putting that all on Fred because like he's just got to run the offense, right? Fred's like a backup point guard being overextended right now because Kyle's been out. So he's got to do what he's got to do. But then Nick Nurse, what are you doing? Give the ball to Kawhi Leonard. Call timeout. Tell them, give the ball to Kawhi Leonard. He was the only guy who wanted to do anything tonight for the Raptors. And he did well. But everyone else, just completely trash. And uh, it's just a really embarrassing moment. It's just so, so embarrassing. The the hype going into this game. The fact that both teams, you at least you thought both teams wanted to make a statement. And all the Raptors did was, you know... This is this is this feels this feels even worse than that Pistons loss, man. When Dwayne Casey comes back to Toronto, says a lot of things like Nick Nurse is running the same plays and that he was used to run, which is hilarious. Most of you guys is hilarious because it's kind of true. Um, although Nick was his offensive coordinator, so I don't know what you want him to do. But um, you know, Dwayne Casey at the end of the game draws up two. Great plays to give the Pistons the win, and then he storms off the court and goes off the opposite tunnel to avoid Nick Nurse, that uh, uh, little bit of pettiness. Uh, and then you have this game. DeMar Rosen gets his revenge. Just two, in terms of just emotionally for the fans, for everyone else, not must-win games because nothing is a must-win game in the regular season unless you're trying to make the playoffs. But goddamn, emotionally, this is a must-win game. Probably want to have this win to steady the fan base, you know, make them feel good, make them feel like, hey, listen, I know we traded DeMar DeRozan, but uh, we got Kawhi Leonard, and this is why. And Kawhi, go out there and get him. And look, eh, I think we can all sensibly agree that Kawhi has been a better player than DeMar has. Um, He is, that, and the Raptors should do better in the playoffs. But this is how they respond to pressure. And this is not even that much much pressure, really. I mean, like, this is like, it was a playoff-style atmosphere, but... I mean, come on. This is hardly NBA Finals, even Eastern Conference Finals. You think going into TD Garden in a Game 7 setting is going to be easy? Going into Milwaukee is going to be easy? Going into Philadelphia is going to be easy, right? You don't think it's going to be as hostile as this? Oh, it's going to be hostile. And it's not just going to be hostile towards Kawhi Leonard. It'll be hostile towards every single player. And uh, how are the Raptors going to respond? They're going to do this again? Honestly, and then you think about the angle of Kawhi. I mean, his upcoming free agency and shit like that. I think games like this are going to stick out. I'm sure the Raptors have great games. I'm sure he's going to remember other things like being the Warriors, stuff like that, whatever. This game is going to stick out. First person in San Antonio, very emotional. And how did his teammates back him up? Surge, no defense whatsoever. All right, Pascal, what did he do? Mostly wildly drive into traffic. He did his best. He tried, but mostly did that. Van Vliet, couldn't run the offense whatsoever. Danny Green. Oh, yeah, I did mention him. He was his return to the San Antonio. And I love Danny. He's been great all season. Very solid. Today, horrendous. The league leader in plus-minus. A minus 26 tonight in 26 minutes. 0 of 7 from the field. 0 of 6 from 3. And really bad defensively. I mean, maybe he... Maybe the emotions got to him or something. I I don't know. But a very uncharacteristic game from Danny Green. Definitely his worst game of the season. Did OG step up and do anything? No. I actually don't remember a single play OG made. It played 18 minutes. CJ Miles came in. Hit a three. Seven minutes. Cool. Monroe comes in. This guy should not be in a rotation for a playoff team, but at least he did the best he could. Delon waited till garbage time to actually make his mark on the team. Yeah, at least Norm. Hey man. San Diego native norm. Good buddies with Kawhi. He stepped up. He he did stuff. But I mean, yo, on a night when Norman Powell's your second best player? I'm not I'm, – I'm, why would you stay on that team? For real. Why would you stay on that team? Just a garbage, garbage performance. And look, man, happy for DeMar DeRozan, obviously. I mean, like, he obviously didn't deserve um, to get moved in that fashion. I mean, you could d- debate the moves, and I'm sure DeMar understands why the move was made. The Raptors wanted to go get another player and change it up. But in terms of being labeled as the reason why the Raptors couldn't make it over the top, I would argue, yes, for sure. That's one of the main reasons was that DeMar Rosen could not perform in the, in the playoff. You can look at the numbers. They're right there. Everyone can see them. But um, the way that the whole thing went down, the way he felt slighted, obviously there's still bad feelings towards Masai in the front office. You know, for him, it's a great moment. I mean, it literally doesn't get any better than this. A short of hitting the game winner over Kawhi freaking Leonard, at the buzzer this is as good as it gets i mean he gets his first career triple double and like i said earlier this is one of his most complete games i've ever seen from him he has he was phenomenal today and i love the way his teammates responded to him you know it clearly you could clearly see how his teammates feel about him based on how they how hard they played for him you know that's what great leaders do and uh Oh, yeah, funny note, by the way, Kyle Lowry did his best to try to get back into this game. Uh, For a moment there, throughout the day, it was looking more and more like Kyle was going to play, despite having that big back issue of his that, uh, you know, he had to go to New York to get um, injections for. But uh, as long as he was going to play, he was getting warm-ups, he was taking photos, everything like that. And, uh, you know, ultimately he has to sit out. But, strangely enough, he's sitting on the bench. Mm. Haven't seen Kyle on the bench in a while. I mean, I guess the Raptors haven't had a national TV game in a while, but... There was Kyle, There was Kyle, him and DeRozan having some cool, cool moments. I'm sure we'll see all that on Open Gym. A lot of connections between these two cl- franchises. Even small things like you know, Raptors assistant coach Sergio Scariolo being the Spanish national team coach and him hugging up um, Pau Gasol. That was actually quite nice to see. It's just very a lot of connections. You know, yeah, Rudy Gay being a former Raptor, uh, DeMar being a former Raptor, obviously Pirtle. And Seattle, I'm sure they have the little moments or stuff like that. But man, in terms of a viewing performance experience as a fan, this shit was so, so bad. And it, it is it's it, it's it's I just it's like a haunting empty feeling. Like how badly the rap is laid at egg. And so in terms of your three stars, Kawhi, I guess the first star, he was the best player. Good. He actually played some pretty good defense against DeMar Rosen. DeMar Rosen did not score on Kawhi Leonard. He tried to, but he, he couldn't. It is what it is. Why Kawhi wasn't guarding DeMar more often, I don't know. Raptors came out of the game trying to switch everything, which was very strange. Um, you would think, after coaching DeMar DeRozan for a very long time, you would know that he loves getting switched on onto small point guards, such as Fred VanVleet. Yep, that's what Nick Nurse had this team do, switch. Very strange, very, very strange decision. Um, but regardless, Kawhi was good. Obviously not at his best, but didn't get enough shots. I mean, 21 points on 13 shots is really good. And, you know, the fact that he, him and Pop got to hug it out afterwards, Like it's a very classy move by Pop, honestly. Like, it really does help defuse the fuse situation. I don't think fans are going to forgive him just because he hugged Pop. But in terms of the way the Spurs handled it, they took the high road. And so did, so did Kawhi, by the way. He did not, he has not said anything negative about the San Antonio Spurs organization since then. And he's given lots of He's asked about them, like, every single day. He has not said anything. So, both teams, hopefully both sides can move on. Obviously, they're not going to get back together, but it is what it is, right? Uh, In terms of your second star, I'm giving that to Norman Powell. 14 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, a block, 25 minutes. I mean, Norman's playing great of late, man. He's playing so good that, uh, you know, you might even wonder if the Raptors need to make a trade. And, um, you know, they might look to move some of the wings for guys who can actually shoot. I mean, you know, DeLon, OG... Who knows, man? Who knows? But if Norm keeps playing like this, it makes him a lot more expendable. Um, but obviously, we got to see a-, a while. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Norm has obviously been inconsistent for like a season and a half. So let's hopefully see it consistently. But this is looking good, man. Looking really good. And then third star. <sighs> Yeah, you know what actually I'm gonna get the first start of DeMar Rosen just as an honor, really, because he was so good today and he's a he is a raptor out at heart anyway. So DeMar will get the first start, clock got second, and Norman get third. Jesus Christ. What a terrible game. And then in terms of your Gerald Henderson award, I'm gonna give that to Derek White, man, that guy was phenomenal. Um, Bryn Forbes also deserves a lot of love. He shot like Steph Curry tonight. But I thought Derek White defensively was very pesky against Kawhi. Um, you know, Kawhi still had twenty one points, but hey man, this is, we're talking about a guy who had forty five the other day, so not bad. Derek White was the primary defender on Kawhi, and also Derek White, eight of eleven from the field. Really crafty going to the rim. Pretty good playmaker as well. Um, had a really good game against the Celtics. That's the one I, I was watching before this one, and uh, he really stuck out to me. Him and Lamarcus Aldridge, um, and Derek White again today, man. Great, great game. So, I don't know, man. The Spurs are doing well. You know, the Raptors without without Kyle, without Jonas Valanciunas for another couple of games, man. It's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough. That Bucks game, it's going to look ugly. I'm just telling you right now, that Bucks game is going to look ugly. Bucks will be heavy favorites. They should be. Raptors are going to be having Serge Ibaka shoot 50 times. Fred Van is going to get bullied by Malcolm Brogdon. Kawhi's, I don't know. That That's looking like a blowout. And then Indiana afterwards. I mean, yikes. Anyway. I apologize for this podcast being so surly, but... It's the kind of game it was. And uh, hopefully the Raptors can bounce back. But for now, this does not help the Raptors' reputation for being chokers. Even in a regular season game. Considering the stakes, the Raptors completely folded. Never in it. Down 20 from start to finish. And that's it. That's it. That's, that's, uh, that's Kawhi Leonard's return to San Antonio. Cool. Uh, Yeah, I'll be back to recap the Bucs game.